0: Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Welcome to our Earth Day weekend edition of Tech Talk for 2023. Glad to have you along on Earth Day itself. Saturday morning, April 22nd, we are live. Sunday afternoon, the 23rd, is a rebroadcast, and then we'll have a podcast for you to pick up any or all of the show that you miss along the way. Lots to tell you about, but we have somebody special. Brian, joining us this week, first of all. Glad to have you here. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Brian Pavlicic, your Tech Talk producer. I'm going to ask Siri to introduce our special guest. Hey, Siri, introduce our new guest.
1: Thank you, Alan, and hello, everyone. I'm delighted to have the honor of introducing Barbara Wilson from Monk Office. Barbara is one of their eight local service techs, and I'm told she's especially good at fixing printers. Alan and Brian, it's been a while since you've had a woman join you. So, Barbara, it's especially great to have someone like yourself join them. Welcome to Tech Talk on CFAX 1070 Radio.
0: Hi there. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. You've probably never been introduced by Siri before. I just thought you might like that.
2: (laughs) How you doing? Good, thanks. So Barbara,
0: Barbara and I met through the Victoria Mac and iOS user group. And in fact, for those of you that are members of the Victoria Computer Club, you'll get to meet Barbara in person and not just on Zoom because you're going to do some of the Friday morning uh, sessions in May while their iPad and iPhone person is away.
2: That's correct, yes. So Glad to have you.
0: Okay, give us your your life in 60 seconds. Thumbnail. <laughs>
2: um, I'm originally from Ontario. Uh, moved out here about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked for Xerox for 25 years. I've uh, oh, wow. been with Monk Office for six um, I have a daughter who's all grown up and is in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two cats at home and lots of friends that I've made since I've been here. And it's been great to be in Victoria.
0: Well, I've been here for seven years, eight more, and you're a local. No, okay. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> glad to have you. I, I, and I was just having Siri do that, but I, I, I really mean it. It's It's really... Uh, unfortunately hard to find a really good, um, competent women in the in the tech industry. There's not anywhere near enough yes. as, as there are, so it's, I'm delighted. And especially delighted that one of your fortes, Brian, is fixing printers.
2: Yes, it is. Uh, 33 I, years, yep.
0: Yeah, I really thought that that had almost like typewriter repairs. I thought that had largely gone away. We've talked about it on the show, Brian, because printers have become so inexpensive and the cost of fixing them so expensive that in most cases it's not just buy another one
3: they're just disposable at this
0: point yeah and it really bugs me uh, about that so i'm delighted so one of the things you'll find for those of you that have already um checked out the show notes i can see that many hundreds of you have so glad i know it's a morning coffee routine for many of you before we even get here but you will find that aside from the new scams Uh, when you get down to tech news of the week number 10 if you have a jam printer or one that won't print cleanly we finally once again have a place where you can help Barbara and her colleagues at Monk office. You have five locations here in Greater Victoria and then three more up-island. That's correct. Because you don't count Viewfield headquarters. No. So, how does this work? You, if somebody's got a printer that is clearly jammed, they can't find the jam? Yep. Yeah, you could bring
2: it into any one of our stores uh, on the entire island. Uh, we'll do a $40 inspection fee. Mm-hmm. And that basically gives you a half hour or so of us looking at it and seeing what, what it needs um, a lot of times we can fix them in that, in that 40 minutes. Tweezers
0: uh, and a bright flashlight and yeah. find a bit of jammed yeah. paper deep in the bowels. Yeah. And We've take had it people
2: out. also bring us shredders and stuff like that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, you can also, if you're not having a physical problem with the printer, we can also come on site to right. help out with uh, local network issues as well with the printer.
0: Okay, And yeah. including getting it set up if somebody just wants the yep. printer to work so they can come and buy one and do that. Awesome. Yep. Um, if it does require more work than the, yeah. the, what you can do in a half hour.
2: Yeah, no, if it requires more work, then we would uh, give the customer a call and let them know what's going on and um, let them know if it's worth fixing or not. So,
0: right. In most cases, is it?
2: In most cases, the, the machines come in with just needing a cleaning of the head or jams or something okay. fairly simple. Yay.
0: Now, um, one of the things, it's not in the show notes yet, but Barbara just sent it to me because when I stopped by the Monk office location on Ox Street... Oak Street? Oak Street, (laughs) yesterday, just to take a look around, because honestly, I'll be honest, I hadn't been in in a long time, Mm -hmm. out of sight, out of mind, Uh, and one of the things that we were talking about, Brian, because we talk a lot about printers and uh, tank printers, using tanks of ink rather than those ricky little cartridges, They're, they're more expensive than champagne. (laughs) <laughs> if you actually look at the yeah. volume in a cartridge, yeah. it's more it's champagne mm-hmm. is cheaper. Um, and then we've we've talked about the the tank printers, but you were showing me the next level up, yes. which uses bags of ink. Yeah, yeah, this is so like, like, like if you milk. really print a lot, if you're like a lawyer's office or a real estate office where you're printing, you know, the brochures for the houses that are up for sale. Bags of ink. So Barbara's just uh, brought brought me in one. Doesn't work on radio, so we're going to make it work on radio. <laughs> During the break, I'm going to put a picture of it uh, into there to see what this is. That's a really cool system. So there would how would the bags work in the in the printer?
2: Uh, well, the bags work in a in a drawer system. So you pop the drawer out, and there's a handle on the bag, and you just drop it into place and close the drawer.
0: Now with bottles of ink, the black is always way bigger, because that's what we produce yes. a lot more, so but, how does that work?
2: Yeah, the black is uh, the full, si- full size, and the, other, the three colors are a third of the black size. So they
0: sit side by side, yeah. and then the black has its own drawer. That's correct. And how, any idea how long a bag of ink, like how many prints can you get?
2: I don't know off the top of my head, but I do, when customers ask me that, I usually tell them that by the time they've done their first set, they'll yeah. know exactly what kind of because it depends on what they print as well.
0: Yeah, because bottles of ink you can get like eighteen thousand pages mm-hmm. out of that. So I'm uh, this you've seen the you've seen the bag, Brian. Yeah, yeah. So what, maybe ten times. If not more in that and that's in the yeah. color. In the color one. The back yeah. the black one would be wow. Don't right. ever spill I would think <laughs> if you spill one of those
2: be, Well they are sealed.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, but if something ever cut them or punctured them or something, mm-hmm. you're right. calling in service master or some company for <laughs> restoration. <laughs> right. That's right. a lot of ink. They could use that, you know, when they dye the uh, the Charles Rivers in Boston for St. Oh, Patty's Day. Yeah, yeah. This is like that. That's funny. <laughs> that's really concentrated.
2: That is so cool. Well, the the big, big machines actually have two black and
0: one of each color. Wow. Yeah, That's cool. I, so, th- th- from an envi- here it is, Earth Day. So from an environmental point of view, that is just so great. So we're not going through all those consumables.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. I love the bottle system. And then you can recycle the bottles after.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the bags as well, I presume. we yep, take them okay. back, yeah. Now, that, that ties into something. It's weird how things always tie in. We've talked often on the show, Brian, about why we don't recommend refilling in inkjet printer cartridges for a number of reasons. I've updated my handout on that because I know many of you said, can you give me a copy of that? I need to show it to my brother. He won't listen. (laughs) Whomever. So item number 11 in the show notes is that handout. If you want to take a look at it now while we're on the air, download it, print it, share it, do as you see fit, and Barbara and Brian and I will go through that. We'll go through that in the second hour to give you time in case you have any questions. I did update it with some new information in there. There is lots of other stuff to talk about. We have updates on the Rogers together with Shaw, the merger. That's going to be a constant thing going forward here. Off the top, before we get into other stuff as well, I wanted to point out several new scams, variations on a theme, Brian. So we put pretty pictures of them uh, into the show notes. And these were all sent in by listeners and to your credit, every one of you said this is a scam, right? As opposed to I did this. What do I do now? <laughs> so it really makes me uh, feel good to know that you're you're all catching on to this. So, yep. Yeah. Number one, watch out for scam emails coming from gibberish overseas addresses that claim to be from Amazon. Shown in item number one, they ask you to open an attached PDF for a billing update. And i got to say, Barbara, it actually looks really good. A lot of these are not great spacing, spelling, grammar. This one looks nice and crisp and clean and professional. It says, hello, customer. Well, there's your first clue. Yep. We've locked your Amazon account and all pending orders. We've taken this action because the billing information you provided does not match the information on file with the card issuer. To resolve this issue, please verify now with the billing name, address, and phone number stored on your credit card. If you have recently moved, you may need to update this info with the credit issuer. Other than one capital that shouldn't be there. on please. That looks pretty good, Brian.
3: Yeah, no, it looks like it's professional. It's not like the next one in, in the notes here. No.
0: And then if you click on the sign on Amazon button, okay, you would see that it would take you to a webpage at uqr.to. This is our geography lesson regularly, Barbara. We're yes. in the, you, you know the answer, but would you know where .to would take you? I would not have, no. Not Toronto. <laughs> Tonga. And there you would find a fake Amazon login page. Never, never open PDFs and emails like this. Never click on emails or texts like this. If you were ordering stuff from Amazon and it was an important thing, not just refilling the toilet paper or something, you could just go to your Amazon app or to Amazon.ca, click on My Account, and you'd see that everything's fine.
3: Yeah. Anytime you get an email, even when they're real, it's just a great habit to just go straight to the source. Yeah. Just yeah. don't follow the link through email because often they're trying to fish you into inputting your real credentials into their fake site.
0: Yeah. There we go. Okay. Lots more, including other scams, including one uh, impersonating Shaw because of the pending Shaw Rogers stuff in there. Pictures of that one, which has also got a sneaky trick, are an item number two in the show notes. But because it's live on Saturday, we'd love to help you out, especially while Barbara's here. If you've got questions about printers, you probably tell people the same thing that we say on the air here, no dumb questions. Right? Correct. Just, and If you don't know the answer, we'll, we'll we'll work together to find it. But I suspect Barbara knows way more than Brian and I will ever know about printers. So here's your chance. 250-386-1161 on a home phone. Star 1070 on a mobile phone while we're live on Saturday ten seventy ten will text us from anywhere in canada one zero seven zero one zero if your text is of more than a certain number of characters it breaks it into multiple texts on my screen so please include your first name somewhere ideally at the beginning uh, of the text, or at the end, and emails to tech Talk T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at cfax1070.com. When we come back, in addition to taking your calls, texts, and emails, we normally tell you about the tech deals this weekend. I don't have any of those, but I have one that's definitely not a good deal about Microsoft Office, and we'll tell you about that when we continue. Eighteen after the hour, hour number one of Tech Talk for Earth Day weekend, Seems kinda weird that we're having an earth day. That seems like such a dated concept. Years ago we started realizing that we better do this stuff every day. Yeah. Not just, hey, one day of the year and then we go back to ruining it. <laughs> It just seems weird, the idea of Earth Day, but if it puts some focus on things like this, you're, you're really proud of the environmental record at, at Monk. They, they've they done, like, London Drugs, where they have a whole program for making sure they minimize.
2: Yep, we've actually won quite a few awards for our uh, environmental recycling programs. so it's, it's good to work with an employer that uh, is worried about that.
0: That's really important. Okay, to the phone lines, and press the button, right? Tim, hi there. Welcome aboard. You're the first up call today. How can we help? Oh, well, thank you.
4: Good morning. Um, I have a uh, Pro 100 Canon printer that uses eight separate cartridges, um, and the darn thing prints really nicely when it works great uh, for 13 by 19 Um, I have an issue, though, and then a question. Mm -hmm. Um, I am getting uh, slight lines across every printed color page, um, that makes the prints unusable and it's wasting awful amounts of ink and paper. That's is that something that can
0: be resolved by bringing it in for service? That is exactly why Barbara is here. Thank God you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you.
2: Yep, those are the kinds of things we can take a look at for you. Um,
0: a lot of times it needs a cleaning. Have you been able to do that? Have you tried doing a printhead cleaning yourself, Tim?
4: I have. Uh, I've used all the steps that Canon recommends, and uh, re- including replacing cartridges as full sets. I do do um, uh, refilling uh, of uh, the bo- uh, cartridges myself.
1: Ah, there you the go. Yellows,
4: except Uh-oh. for the
0: yellows. Okay, um, so let's go through this. So I'm going to put you on hold for a sec. Your timing is impeccable. So. Uh, If you're following along on your hymnal, this is item number 11 in the Tech Talk show notes. I really encourage you to at least read this, if not, print it out and email it, share it uh, with your friends on this one. So let's let's go through this, Barbara and Brian. So inkjet cartridge refill kiosks used to be in virtually every mall in the country, but over the last few years they've almost all vanished, and we're going to tell you why. We're going to tell you about a new word. The size of droplets in the current ink cartridge is measured in picoliters. The abbreviation is PL. One picoliter is one trillionth of a litre, or, more useful, about one-tenth the size of a human hair. An average raindrop would be equal to hundreds of thousands of picoliters. Okay? So here's why we tell you that. Not that many years ago, the top printers had nozzles that printed drops of ink barber that were ten picoliters or larger, and we were very happy with that. Mm-hmm. But then advances in technology have seen that droplet size rapidly shrink, down to the point that even printers costing as little as eighty dollars can now print drops that are only one picoliter. So that's one one hundred the size of a human hair. In order, now this is the key part for you, Tim. In order to get droplets that small, cartridges are vacuum sealed to keep the droplets from congealing. If you actually are like a geek, and when you pull off the tab, you hear a, that's yeah. the vacuum being broken. Right. Ink refill places, and people like yourself, Tim, don't have that technology. So the ink in the bottles which they use is usually in droplets of four picoliters or larger. As a result, refilled cartridges run out faster because they use more ink because the drops are bigger. And in your case, Tim, they also, Barbara, get quickly gummed up. And so that's probably what's causing the thing here. We're trying to jam four picoliter drops through in uh, Canon Pro would be two picoliters. Three. three. I just p- looked it up. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> three picoliters. So even there, even though it's four and it's jamming yeah. it through, so that means excess ink, so it's gumming up and drying up the head. So yeah. we'll we'll continue talking about the lesson here, but for Tim, is that something that realistically can be cleaned or yeah. is it got to the point where the head is now... Well,
2: once once I saw if I see the cartridges, you can usually see that whole gummed up thing. So yeah, um, yeah I would definitely recommend a set of yeah. Canon cartridges.
0: But yeah. first of all, you got to get it cleaned. And yes, yeah. that's the kind of thing. So in that case, if Tim brought it in, it's mm-hmm. a, that's a pro printer. That's a really nice printer, very expensive printer, and does gorgeous job printing. Well, I think he said thirteen by nineteen. So yeah,
2: yeah. So. no, we would we would do the the deep cleaning, but uh, it may need multiple deep cleanings to try and get it through. Yeah, And it depends how many times he's done
0: it to the cartridge as well. Yeah, that's it. So so this is why we recommend you only use replacement cartridges made by your printer brand. There's another reason. Printer makers use much higher quality ink than refillers. Canon uses PIXMA. Brother uses Inobella. They all have their, have their brand. It's matched to the printer, whereas refillers use the same ink no matter what the brand of printer is to go into. So you get a quality as well as a A gumming up issue. Now, to save money, we suggest you buy XL capacity cartridges if your printer can handle them. And either way, we recommend you buy a set when they're on sale. Most brands do go on sale about once every two, three months and keep them on hand till you need them. And the next one's a small tip that Ron Fraser, our retired manager from London Drugs, uh, pointed out many years ago. Don't open the box of the cartridges. Correct. Not only don't open the cartridge, but don't open the box put a rubber band around it with the receipt that way if the printer dies and you do have to get a replacement and it uses different number cartridges like there's a wall of them most stores will swap you the cartridges you can't use for the ones you need as long as the box is unopened and especially if you've got the receipt so resist the urge to open the cardboard box and put the cartridges in a drawer because they're not allowed to take them back there we go well, Tim, does that does that uh, printer yeah, refilling one hundred and one make sense?
4: It sure does. Can I ask a
0: follow up question? Of course, yes. Thank you. Uh, the pickup
4: diaper in the bottom of the printer uh, is that replaceable at all?
0: It's called a maintenance box in Epson world and Canon. Uh, okay. It's- it should be replaceable. I'd have to actually look up your model and, and take a look at that. Yeah, Brian's going to look it up. You said it's the 100 Pro. So, yeah, that's something a lot of people don't even realize exists. And this is another reason why we encourage you not to turn the power off on your printer. When you power off the printer, if you look closely somewhere in the printer, if it's made in the last 15 years, it's got a little tiny postage stamp style sticker that says Energy Star. That's the Canadian government's commitment to the environment, one of many. And it means it's required to sleep. It cannot be sold if it doesn't know how to sleep. When you power it off, it goes... And it cleans that... It scrapes that excess ink off and dumps it into the diaper Tim was talking about. Yes, it does. And so not only does that waste ink, but eventually the diaper is going to get... Full. And then it has, (laughs) in most cases... On better machines, it can be replaced. On the $50, $60 printers, nope. no, you're just buying a new printer. So tell your, tell your friends and family, because our generation was taught to turn things off. Yes. We don't realize, no, go to sleep. Because then when you turn the printer back on, whether that's five minutes or five days or five weeks later to print the next thing, it goes, oh, I better get ready. So it squirts some ink through the heads like priming a paintbrush. To make sure it's ready to print every dot on every line. So another four pages worth of ink gets scraped off into the diaper. So that's the other thing. So yes, uh Brian's looking it up to see feverishly to see if he can find uh, the answer.
3: Yeah, people seem to call it uh ink sponge. Yes. Um as another term, but I haven't found a link to buy a replacement one. Some people are talking about
0: trying to clean it. Um Ooh, that would be messy. <laughs> I don't want to touch that. <laughs> Barbara, uh, over to you. Okay. So Barbara will look that one up for you, Tim, and see if she can find out when you when you bring it in. So when you take it in, Um, to Monk, and you can do that at any of the five locations. I put a link into the show notes to where those locations are, but in a nutshell, uh, Oak Street, which is the furniture showcase.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, We also have Broad Street, and we have our new Fort um, Monk office and
0: art store. Yes, because now Monk bought Island Blue... Yes, we did. in January of last year, yes. I think it was. Yeah. We, bought,
2: we bought the art side. The, the art side. The, um, the, the printing production went to, to another a buyer. Yeah. Um, the Island Blue store in Sydney it still stands as it is, and the Monk store it stands as it is. So you can bring it into any of the Monk stores, not the uh, Island Blue store right. in Sydney. The one, the one
0: area you don't have yet, you keep telling them they should, is West Shore. <laughs> yes, West
2: Shore would be great.
0: Yeah, so you got to Now, you have the warehouse and head office on Viewfield. That's not a drop-off place, though, is it? Uh,
2: no, we prefer that not to be a yeah. drop-off, but because okay. uh, we're only open uh, shorter hours there.
0: Right, so if you look on the website and find the locations, you will see Viewfield, but pretend that doesn't exist in terms of, of drop-off there. Okay, so just back to a little bit more here on the cartridges. Uh, and again, this is all in, in the printout there. If you do a lot of printing. Epson, Canon, and HP now all have printers that use ink that comes in bottles. Epson's called EcoTank. Canon's MegaTank. HP's are called SmartTank. We do not recommend HP printers, period, because of something, Brian, we've talked about ad nauseum in the last called Dynamic Security.
3: Yes, you need to be always connected and signed in, yeah. and they are it's like Facebook. They're constantly tracking your usage, yeah. and they push you really hard to using their subscription models for ink.
0: Yes, and you cannot set up the printer and start using it without connecting to the Internet.
3: And get, yeah, and so they're going to get permission to track all of your printing usage. I don't know if it gets to the point that they can track the image that comes no. out of the
0: printer, mm-hmm. but... So I put a picture of what you'll see on the box of a printer on an HP. I put that into page three of the show notes. And one last one before we go to break there. Um, Be aware that Brother is trying to capitalize on the popularity of ink tank printers. They've added to their product line what they're calling ink vestment tank printers. But there's a sneaky catch. I put the picture in. If you look closely at the wording... Brother is still using expensive cartridges. They've just made them look more like ink tanks. They're still three times as expensive as cartridge printers. So totally up to you what you want to get, but I wouldn't recommend a Brother printer because of that. Wouldn't recommend HP because of the security and privacy. So that was Printers 101. Lots more with Barbara and Brian and me after the break. Stay tuned. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we continue for Earth Day weekend for 2023, if you're just joining in, delighted to have in the studio with us for the first time, Barbara Wilson. She is a service tech Monk Office, with stores all up and down the island, not just Greater Victoria.
2: No, we do have stores in Duncan and Port Hardy and Courtney, mm-hmm. and so we can we can take the machines in at those stores as well.
0: They have techs there. You don't have to drive up to Courtney.
2: No, we have techs all the way up through the island, and we also do some of the Gulf Islands. So. Oh, really? Yeah. We How do you do that?
0: Does somebody go over in the ferry? Yep. You?
2: I have. I've been to Pender, yes. Oh, cool. So, yeah.
0: That's really neat. Awesome. Uh, well, Barbara's here, especially because they, we now have a place, Brian, so happy for printer repairs and questions. Yay. Yes. It's been a big missing part of, of, of the tech world here. So if you've got any questions at all about printers uh, of any type, um give us a call or a text or an email. Phone calls star ten seventy on Saturday morning when we're live on a mobile phone, two five zero three eight six one one six one on a home phone. Text to ten seventy ten and emails to Tech Talk at CFAX1070 dot com. Uh, okay, so what does Ecotank use for for refill p pe- pick oh I see what you mean. Pickle size. Yeah.
3: I was going to actually I was going to ask this question when we came back cuz when we talk about yeah. it being vacuum
0: sealed with these bottles they're obviously not. I asked Once you open them. I I texted this is a year ago. They use 4 picoliter droplets, but the print head can handle the 2 picoliter size without any gumming up. It uses special technology so it doesn't dry out. So even though the droplets are 4 when it goes into the print head, it does it comes out at 2.
2: Once you pour that ink in, Brian, it actually yeah. has a lever that uh, does have a um suction or yeah, yeah. It does seal it up once oh, you t- it close
3: t- it. Yes. So what about so you have the rebottles the bottles where you can fill it halfway and then re- mm-hmm. close the bottle. So that bottle isn't vacuum sealed though, That's so right. it's can can it congeal in
0: the bottle? I've I've never seen it dry out. It's not like wine where you have to shake it up to get <laughs> yeah. the sediment out. No, I've yeah. checked, yeah, yeah, since the I've got a bottle from the very first uh, Epson EcoTank that we saw at the Consumer Electronics Show years mm-hmm. and years ago, and they almost immediately changed the bottles before it came out, because they put in those special um, notches so you can't yeah. put the wrong color in. Yes, right. And they changed the number, and I've got the bottle, and it's... Nah. No congealing or anything. Yeah. So,
3: yeah, I wonder what they how they treat it then, because that's not vacuum-sealed, yeah. and they yeah. manages to not...
0: No, because when Bug. you put it into the printer, as Barbara said, the little lever provides a level of suction. It suctions it through. It doesn't pump it through the little hoses on an eco-tank. It sucks it through. and okay, yeah, That's so where you get a quasi-vacuum. Okay, so
3: you're only worried about it congealing when it's already in the printer, not worrying about the bottles congealing?
0: Yeah, that's exactly. Sure. It. It's So really good question. So four picoliters, but it prints at two tech technology, which is pretty awesome. The next step, presumably, well, you might know this, would be if for somebody like Tim... From a previous segment, who wants to print photos but is going to be printing so much that the cartridges get expensive? The next step would be photo quality. Eco tank, I would think.
2: Well, um, well, the EcoTank doesn't do too bad of a job on the photos. Yeah, it does does, a pretty good job,
0: but it doesn't do... It's not going to compete with an eight-cartridge system. That's right. Yeah, it's not going to compete with London Drugs or Walmart PhotoLab. Not Not yet, but I would think that that's the next big sort of holy grail. It also
2: depends on on the the paper you use, though, too. If you use a better paper, you'll get a better picture.
0: Yes, Oh, Bill asks, um, where is the link to the show notes gone? No longer on the iHeartCFAQ site. Sorry, Um, long story, but if you go to shownotes.ca, S-H-O-W-N-O-T-E-S dot C-A, that has to be typed into the address bar of your browser, whether it's mobile, tablet, whatever. That will redirect you to the show notes, which are at (laughs) onedrive.live.com for an hour and then bookmark that one. And you just had a Lady Brian that was, when she went there, she was getting the old version of the notes before we ran into our capacity limit.
3: (laughs) Yes, yes. Her cache, uh, browser cache was still remembering what it used to direct to and jumping her to that.
0: Yeah. And the way you can tell is the purple bar across the top. If it says CFAX Tech Talk Show Notes, that's the old version. I renamed the new version so I could tell the difference to just Tech Talk 2023 Show Notes. So if you're getting the one that starts with CFAX, then the easiest way to do it is to go into an in private mode page of your. First of all, delete the bookmark. Go into an in private one by right clicking on your browser mm-hmm. on a tablet there would be a separate button to go to. In yeah, private.
3: on new tab, when you create a new tab, it usually has an option to make a private tab. You can also press on a computer, Control-Shift-N is uh, auto-opens a, a new tab in private. I did not know that. control did you know that?
0: No, I did not. Well, see, that's Yeah, why- Control-N <laughs> is like a new
3: window, yeah. and so shift- Shift-N and would be private. private. Okay, yeah.
0: try that. And then go to shownotes.ca. When it reappears with the new link, then bookmark that, then, then you'll be covered there. So, yeah, there we go. Okay, more questions here. Um, dun, dun, dun. Does Rogers have home phone service? No, currently Rogers does not. We'll save this. Well, actually, we'll get, we'll, we'll as well start it off here. Actually, hold, hold that thought. I'll, we'll give you more answer there all over the place because I don't want to keep people waiting on the phone. And Ed's on the phone line. Your calls are welcome to join Ed at 250 or star 1070 on Saturday morning while we're live. Hi, Ed. Thanks for waiting. What's your question? Good morning, folks. I actually have two, if I may. Of course.
5: The first, the first one has to do with the uh, free cellular uh, plan that Shaw offered some time ago, which I have, and I'm wondering what's going to happen with that.
0: Yes, so as part of Rogers buying Shaw, they agreed, as one of the 21 conditions, that they would honor the current Shaw plans for five years. So great news for you there. Okay, now. There's a little string attached. That means you would stay for now on the Shaw network. Rogers has a better network. You can switch over to that without waiting for them to say you must switch. You can do that now by going down to a Rogers store. You just need to be aware of a couple things. This is for not just you, but for everybody. Shaw Mobile customers will not have access to Rogers USA or international roam like home plans, which most people say, well, I don't care because that's too expensive anyway. Okay. And also, if you have a 5G-capable phone, currently the Rogers-Shaw transition doesn't include 5G, whereas Rogers does. Rogers says it'll have some exclusive 5G offers for Shaw customers soon. That would come with a price tag. And then the last one, uh, Ed and everybody else, If you bought your phone on contract from Shaw, Brian, let's say you got four months left on your contract, when you switch to the Rogers network, you have to pay off the outstanding balance on your next bill, whether that's four months or ten months or whatever. So if you want to get the better Rogers network at the same zero-dollar plan, Ed, you can do that at your convenience. At some point, Rogers is going to say, Everybody, we're doing this for you. Right. They're in that huge transition phase. But for now, it's just optional for people that want, if they're in an area where the Shaw coverage is not very good, they can, same number, same price, same everything, yep. just with those little asterisks on the things you don't get.
3: So is that the penalty for canceling the the value plan early? Is that what you were saying? Yes. You still have to pay that even though it's going from Shaw to Rogers <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, so if you said you pay $25 a month on your phone and you got four months left on that. Oh, it's that, just, on the, just on the phone. Just it's on the
3: phone. It's not the plan cancellation, no, no. cancellation no. fees no. that they charge like a percentage of each month. No, you this is gotcha. just
0: for people that bought a phone through Shaw and are paying it off over time. That overtime part disappears if you want to go to the Rogers network now. Okay. Does that make sense, Ed? Yeah, that answers the phone question. Okay. And if I may, my second question.
5: Yes, please. Okay, it has to do with, I have a 2010 iMac and a 2010 MacBook Pro. I, I'm wondering what to do with them. And with respect to the MacBook Pro, I would like to keep it as a backup, but it needs a battery, and I have been unable to source a battery for it.
0: My facetious answer would be to buy a boat, because you, and a big <laughs> boat, because you've got two boat anchors, but that's me being smart as I'm going to defer to Brian.
3: Yeah, uh, take it for to London Drugs for Recycling. 2010 is just so 13 years old. The machine is going to be really struggling, and um, good luck finding parts for it. And I wouldn't invest any money into a 2010 machine. You couldn't sell it. You couldn't. No, it's just just not worth it.
0: Yeah, the world has come so far in 13 years. 2010 floppy disks were still barely a thing. Floppy disks. (laughs) Right, right. You know, let alone USB sticks, let alone SSDs that didn't didn't exist then. 2010. The Olympics were in Vancouver.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Back up your info and just put them in the cloud, somewhere safe. Yeah. and gen- and recycle those machines. I mean, I think.
0: getting a replacement. Ed, if you would get so frustrated trying to use the backup because so many things wouldn't work, and the ones that did work would really struggle. That's yeah.
3: it. I mean, I guess if it's a MacBook, just uh, just if you have, if you need it to be sitting there and you need it to boot up, I guess just run it on power. If you want to, if you don't want to recycle it right now, but.
0: Yeah, it's risky. Um if you have an unsupported machine on your network
3: yes, yeah. and
0: if you have any scam or fraud of any time, the banks and credit card insurance companies are totally off the hook. You gave them a free pass, they don't have to reimburse you because right. you're using an unsupported machine. And Barbara, that risks the entire Correct yeah. the entire network. There we go. Yep. Okay, there we go. Quick break. Back oh. yeah, back with more. Stay tuned. Uh, if you've got any questions at all about printers, especially while Barbara's here, because we're learning lots, and I'm going to find a way to put that picture of the bag of ink into the notes when we continue. 14 before the hour on our Earth Day 2023 edition of Tech Talk with Alan and Barbara. And Brian emailed here from Jim. From your recommendations, I just bought an Epson ET 2850. A great printer. Yes, agree. When I was checking out this printer, I also looked at the cost of replacement ink. I just heard your inkjet discussion about replacement ink, and I may have missed the answer, but would like to ask if the non-Epson ink can be used in the Epson 2850 EcoTank. Many reviews have said that they had no issues, but sometimes one cannot trust the reviews. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, really good question. That whole thing about the EcoTank is that it is so affordable as much as we're frugal. I I honestly haven't seen in stores any bottles of ink that aren't the Epson or Canon.
3: How, how much cheaper is it going to get? The, the whole thing is that it comes with bottles that are yeah. super affordable, so I don't know. I wouldn't try to save it's more above, money.
0: It's $79 for a replacement set of bottles, three colors yep. and and the black. So I wouldn't go there. Technically, you could, but for the same reasons that uh-huh. we talked about. It's not the same quality ink. When yes. you buy that, so no, I definitely, if anything, there. Yeah. Oh, you would wa- void the warranty as well. Yeah. So, no, I mean, the law is there. You are allowed to, but that doesn't mean it's a smart thing to do. No, so please don't. I don't remember seeing. Hmm. Sorry, thinking out loud, not a good thing to do, my wife would point out. Um, <laughs> when Epson Inc. goes on sale, and it does like every couple months in like Staples or London Drugs or something like that. I think it includes all Epson ink, like when they put like 10% off. Mm -hmm. So presumably you could go and get another a box of the, of the bottles. Yeah.
2: No, uh, um, at Monk, we actually have a program where if you bring us your cartridge mm-hmm. and you buy a new cartridge, you yes. get 5% off right away.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. All, all the time. Oh, and that was the other question. Um, do you price match? So if the... Ink the is- short answer I got from one of the managers was yes. Okay. So. Yay. Well, that's a pretty good <laughs> short answer. So there you go. So now if you want to support local, you've got... You know, you've got London Drugs, owned by the Louis family, and you've got uh, Monk, owned right here uh, in Victoria. And that's great if they will, if they will price match. Uh, the normal deal on price matching, doesn't matter what the technology is, the other store that has it cheaper has to have it in stock. That was to prevent stores that would order in 20 of something, and it would be that's gone in the first hour, and it was $50 cheaper, and then the other stores had to eat it. So that's yeah. called lost leader so yes. there we go on that one there okay um so one other thing here uh before we take uh, a break there in a somewhat of a surprise move Brian Rogers has announced that it's going to bring back to Canada all 300 customer support jobs which Shaw had outsourced to foreign call centers oh wow i didn't realize Shaw had started to do that because they had said for the longest time that all the call centers are Canadian, even though some of them were in Charlottetown, where they didn't even provide service, but yep. because the wages were a little cheaper there, they were doing that, but they quietly, because of the cost pressures, started farming them out overseas. Rogers says it plans to repay create all overseas Shaw jobs by the end of September, cool. with the first of those being up and running here in Western Canada by Canada Day, and they further say they're going to hire 1,000 more customer support reps for Western Canada. Great. Yeah. It's, uh, sometimes That's pretty good, yeah. I know we don't like change and all this, and we're all going, so th- we're off to a start. Now, we're told it's going to be June before Shaw and Rogers stores and kiosks start being consolidated under the Rogers brand. Now, this is an evolving thing. Every week, something's going to change. But in the meantime, all smartphone sales and planned purchases are being done only at Rogers stores. Staff at Shaw stores can still assist with changes to current accounts. For now, I discovered you can still sign up for Shaw Home Internet TV and Home Phone at Shaw stores. Although sign up options have been totally removed from the Shaw website, it now just redirects to Shaw's support website. So there we go. There are still a lot of questions which remain unanswered, such as what happens to at Shaw.ca email service and Shaw Home Phone. Wendy emailed in to say, I got an answer about Shaw Direct Satellite TV. It's not yes. quite the answer you might think. We'll tell you about that when we continue after this. As we roll on on Tech Talk for Earth Day weekend, Rogers Shaw has emailed customers of Shaw Direct Satellite TV service to say that there are no changes being made to that service at this time. Ryan, those three key words.
3: Yes, they've been all over these documents. Oh, Yeah. yeah, nothing at this time. We're keeping the name for Shaw. I mean, we're keeping the name Shaw around
0: at this time. Yes. So I put a screenshot of that email, which Wendy shared on the left. Because Rogers does not offer satellite TV, and there are not many people still using Shaw Direct, test your memory. What was Shaw Direct known as before they bought, when they bought the company? That might have been before I moved here. <laughs> uh, so across Canada, it was Star Choice. Okay. Remember okay. them? Oh. Before that, it was Express View.
2: Oh,
3: that's Remember my name?
0: So, yeah. <laughs> At the height, they had uh, 900,000 subscribers back in 2010. The last figure I could get was 32,000 subscribers. The world has moved on because most people would use satellite, internet, and stream. Yep. So that's cheaper. So there is speculation Rogers will axe the service to save money. It's expected Rogers will give several months notice if it does pull the plug. But as of now, at this time, just remember when any company tells you at this time, that's exactly what it says, at this time. Tomorrow could be... Could be different. It's basically
3: we're not announcing anything yet. It's the same as like we can neither confirm nor deny.
0: (laughs) Exactly, yes. Uh, Texter, who ends in 4604, does this mean Shaw email and cable will continue for five years as well? Rogers has committed as part of their 21 conditions that they will continue to offer the same prices for the services. So obviously, Mm -hmm. TV and internet Shaw email is a uh, is a question mark out there. Same sort of thing. Okay. Uh, now you guys were working while well. we've been handling all this stuff. You two've been working on the diapers for the for especially for was it was it
3: Tim, Tim? Tim's Tim's Canon Pro One Hundred photo printer. Yeah. Uh, so everything <laughs> I'm Doug and Doug. Uh, so it does not look like they're replaceable by you. You cannot buy that part. I finally found one Canon support article where they said, yes, bring that into your Canon certified retailer. That would be you, Barbara. And they would be able to to change that part for you. Um, Barbara was saying they're not Canon certified, but it might be something that they'd be able to do and get the part anyway. Um, I did go online and found uh, for all these Canon... specifically for the PIXMAs, uh, people that are upset that they can't replace the diapers, there is this company called Printer Potty. (laughs) And it is an adapter with um, cables and a little valve, and it goes out to what actually looks like an adapted Tupperware container. So you attach these cables and run it outside of the printer, and now you have an extra little container that you can overflow ink into. Wow! So called Printer Potty. There's a... Bonus
0: points for people for being this ingenious. Yes. Yeah, But they don't
3: confirm the Canon 100 is one of their models. They say we don't have articles for everyone. So if yeah. we don't have it, it's either an old model we don't care to make a support article for, or it's impractical to try to install this right. in that model. But um, if you got to get the print head cleaned already um, through Barbara, I would say you know bring it in and see if they might be able to get the parts to replace the diaper if it's if, if it, it needs, is full.
0: Yeah, I'm really curious. I hope you'll let us know what the follow up is yes. when Tim brings that in there. Okay, uh, lots of other stuff to go through here in our second hour. In addition to. <coughs> More on the printers and that. If you're an outdoor enthusiast and have ever forgotten to pack something essential, I was thinking of you, Brian. <laughs> I've done it. Yep. There's now an app for that. And it's invented by oh. local guys. Item number 18 in the show notes. We'll talk about that. And also, I thought because somebody said, well, I'm going off hiking, how do I stay in touch? So I updated the one we talked about in the past, All Trails. Oh, yes. So number 19 in there. Uh, in the meantime, oh, this is an important one. So. From any of you, uh, this is a text. Oh no, this is an email from Brian and his brother mm-hmm. uh, Mark M A R C sent him an email. Or so the email said. I should have emailed these photos a bit earlier. I've just realized you probably haven't seen them yet. So here they are, finally. Five photographs here, and there's a link to B-Q-E-O-N dot t h x n e r r dot com. So, Brian sent the email and says, Alan, I'm getting a lot of these from my brother. It happened to open one myself, and I'm concerned I'm more infected. I know it's a phishing scam of some sort. It's all happening on my Mac email. Mark, if you look closely, and anybody else, if you get an email from somebody, even a relative, the address that this is coming from is at alumnos-eneb.es. Spain? España, yes. (laughs) So, it's somebody (laughs) posing as your brother okay and he's sending these out to everybody else so somehow his contact list got compromised and scammers working in a sweatshop in some foreign country are sending these emails out to everybody in presumably his contact list there so because you opened one that's the question what happened when you opened it so please even though you're on a mac please 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 make sure that you're running malwarebytes premium not the free version and have it do a total scan because it might have tried to put in a delayed pop-up. But yeah, it's a scam. Nothing you can do to stop it, except be aware of it. Lots more coming up in the second half of Tech Talk for Earth Day weekend. Stay with us. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Hour number two for Earth Day 2023. Glad to have you along. If you're listening to us live on Saturday or Sunday afternoon's rebroadcast or to the podcast, we are joined for the first time by Barbara Wilson. Barbara is a... What's the official title that you give yourself? Um, I am an on-site service technician for Monk Office. For Monk Office. Not Monk Office Supply. That's the new name. It's now Monk Office. They have also bought the art side. Did this last year. The art side of Island... Blue, it was. I blue blueprint going back to the days when we used to have maps we carried around with us. Remember those Uh, days? (laughs) No, you probably don't.
3: Uh, yeah, no, I don't think I ever used one. <laughs> <laughs> he,
0: he just undated himself. That's Brian Pavlich. As a charity. kid,
3: I would get into people's cars, and I would see the maps tucked under the seat. But, so I would might maybe play with them, but I never needed to use a bigger map.
0: See how the world changes, Barbara? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Lots of stuff to talk about. We're just going through. I just updated the show notes. There's a new item number 12. If you print large quantities of stuff, especially in color... Attention, real estate officers. Epson now sells, as Barbara was pointing out, workforce enterprise printers, and she brought one in as show and tell. They come with bags of ink, 182 milliliters for the small color ones. The one she's got is... Sorry,
2: and I just uh, double-checked the stats on that, and the high-capacity bags of ink are 50,000 for black and 20,000
0: for color. Wow, that's awesome. Fifty thousand. So now a lot.
2: that now, when they when you have these numbers on the websites, um, it's important to remember that they're talking about a certain amount of uh, coverage. Yeah, so it's an not, average page. Yeah, not so,
0: printing full bleed.
2: Well, they're using the iOS <laughs> yeah. standard, which is usually three to four percent coverage. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. keep in mind, and that's also why I tell the customers you'll find out when you get it because their situation is different than that person's yeah.
0: situation over there. I've been really, really. I'm on my second Epson EcoTank, and I'm just loving the fact that I just not something I have to worry. About yeah. with ink, I see the little gas gauge and it doesn't go down very much. I literally just at Costco because they were. Oh yes, um, sorry, I'm rambling here. But Jim pointed out that Amazon does offer replacement off-brand ink for Epson EcoTank printers for about forty dollars. In his case, I looked at the link. Uh, don't go there. Totally up to you. <laughs> Whatever you do, it's LNC brand sublimation ink. Uh, 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 sublimation I, I w- ink is different than regular ink. Yeah, I don't even think they've got the right word there. Because okay, well,
2: there's sublimation ink, which works with, um, there's a cry cut, these m- yeah. uh, machines, yeah, the they're home, awesome. home machines. yeah. yeah. So th- if you're going to do the follow me print, apparently you're supposed to use a sublimation yeah. ink.
0: But I honestly, even though it's like 70, I think it was $69, $79, I bought a replacement set of bottles that's yeah. going to do me for another year and a half. Yeah. So please, up to you but i honestly would not because otherwise you're going to be doing like tim and bringing a printer in to somebody to get fixed anyway how does, fi-
3: oh yep. how does sublimation ink work is it does it start as a solid or something weird and you have to isn't sublimation okay, going from they, solid to
0: gas? We'll find a video explaining how sublimation oh, works. Sure, a lo- <laughs> lot of um, sport, um, if you see like cycling jerseys, things like that, they are made through a sublimation process. It's it's really nice, permanent quality, no fading, nothing like that. Anyway, if you look at the show notes, if you want to see what we're talking about with these printers here, um, I put a picture in uh, with a link to the Epson Enterprise uh, mm-hmm. printers here with the bags of ink. I just think that's such a, such a cool thing there. Okay, moving on. Saturday morning, we're live. We'd love to help you out by phone call, text, or email. Phone calls to star1070 if you're on a mobile phone in Canada, 250-386-1161 on a home phone, 107010 by texts, emails to Tech Talk T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at cfax1070.com. Uh, Alistair says, where can I reliably and securely dispose of old laptops, cell phones, and tablets? I'm concerned about personal info on these devices. Always a good show, Alan, Barbara, and Brian. Thank you, Alistair. And yes, I'm really glad you are concerned about your personal info on there. So, if it's still got data on it, then the place I would recommend would be London Drugs, because they will make you sign it in, and they will literally make sure that the data portion of your device is... Is destroyed before it goes into the electronics recycling system. What can people drop off at Monk? Because I know you're proud of the Monk office (laughs) environmentally.
2: Um, yeah, we can take uh, cartridges back at all the stores. Um, again, if you buy a cartridge to replace mm-hmm. it, you're getting your five percent off. Uh, we will recycle machines that we when we because I'm more on the office side, not so much on the commercial uh, right. on the side that you're on. Yeah, and uh, and when we take machines out, we recycle those as well.
0: So okay, but in terms of laptops, cell phones, and tablets, where Brian, it's hard to get at the thing that stores the data that's where I would be most comfortable taking it to London Drugs.
3: Yeah, they do the secure. You can sign off that they are, yep. they're, they're de- like, destroying your data.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can also drop them off at uh, Gary uh, at Tesseract Computers. You can do it at Gizmos in Langford. You could do it at Priority One on Quadra, across from LD, and they all have that commitment. They will literally, because it's great frustration relief, they will literally run a power drill through the... The hard drive or the solid state drive to make sure it is destroyed on there. Oh. Yeah, so that one, that's an important one. If it doesn't have data on it, you can drop it off at the return it bottle depots. They also take part in that responsible. That's why when you buy something, like if you go and buy any technology, you'll find there's an EHF, yes. environmental handling fee, like $4 on there. That's paying the cost of that program to make sure none of it. Ends up in the landfill. It all gets broken down and resourced, and not done on a beach somewhere in Pakistan. It's done. They 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 actually track the system to see where each component ends up in there. So that's a really good question there. Okay. Uh, what else? You've been looking at the show notes here because there's a lot of things you're focused yep. on the British service. What other ones struck your?
2: Well, since we're talking about recycling different items, uh, we have one week left at the Monk stores for the. Uh, Uh, chair exchange program. You can actually bring in uh, your office chair and, um, we will give you money off a purchase of a new chair.
0: Really? Yes. De- I didn't know that was the thing.
2: De- depending on the price of the chair, it depends on how much you get off, but we will okay. then take your chair and recycle it or repurpose it as, as needed.
0: I do a lot of house calls, and I see a lot of chairs that are way, ba- way beyond their best before date, and you see people saying, oh, don't lean back in that chair, or, <laughs> or, or I yeah. can see people are not comfortable in them. We spend a lot of times on our computers, uh, almost not quite as much time hopefully as we spend in our beds but that's a really important thing yeah. from an ergonomic and, point and of view. And you know you've been sending
2: people to our Oak Street store and we actually have a lot of the chairs yeah. there. You can try them and we have a furniture
0: specialist there as well. I felt embarrassed when I was in there yesterday because while I've been sending people there I honestly had not been in myself and it's a really nice area. It's not everything all crammed so you can actually try yeah. the desks and the chairs. And
2: you saw upstairs as well. There's a, There's yeah. a functioning office that actually has Uh, items to try as well.
0: Yes. So there we go. A question from Gary who wants to know, um, now that they have people like yourself on there, is uh, Monk going to start expanding its technology offerings? Because right now it's largely... Office oriented. You don't sell computers. You do sell toner cartridges. Yep. You sell paper. You have the print shop.
2: Yeah, we uh, we sell we sell a lot of that part of it. Uh, we have not gotten into the computers. If you uh, speak to my department, which you basically have to phone in and talk to, we also have uh, done um, the wide format printers and shredders and, yeah. and but the large part of it. But as you're well, staying
0: so. for now out of the technology side of things. Yep to the best of my knowledge. I did ask a stupid question because I'm really good at those when I was there because we were looking at the print shop there (laughs) and I said, can somebody come in and buy 10 pages of legal size paper because they got to do a spreadsheet and then they're never going to do it again and the answer was happily. Yes. Yes. You can buy it by the package or if you just need one sheet, two sheets, envelope, same thing. So yeah. So they still have that service at the one in Sydney, the one on Oak Street, one I keep forgetting exists on the corner of View and Broad mm-hmm. as well, and then the one, the combined one with Island Blue Art, which yes. is Mock Office and Art on the corner of... Well, not in the corner anymore. Just yeah, it's, up.
2: yeah, it's the corner of yeah. Quadra and Fort yeah, Now, Yeah,
0: there we go. So, yeah, so lots of dumb questions there. Okay, what we were saying before the break here for the news, if you're an outdoor enthusiast and have ever forgotten to pack something essential, there's now a great app for that. It's called... Pack up, all one word. It's item number 19 in the show notes. It was created by Taylor Burke, Matt Carson, and Tony Mamo, three Victoria guys. And it allows you to organize your trips in one place, generate packing lists based on the activity. So, a different packing list, Brian, for hiking than it would be for kayaking or bikepacking or climbing, things like that. Oh, yeah. And the thing I really liked about this app, you can also share your packing list. So if you're bringing the camping stove, then we see who's assigned for that. So we don't say, oh, I thought you were bringing the camping stove. Like that, yeah.
3: Oh my! So whenever I go with my friends, nobody wants to share their gear, so we all bring our own gear. It's like, oh, no, you ruined my stove or you ruined my pot. Everybody brings their own. I'm not going to get this mark off of here now. Yeah, yeah, we nobody wants to share it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can, stuff gets wrecked out there. I mean, yeah. a lot of times, people have wrecked other people's stuff. Like, I lend my saw to someone, and they bend it, and I need, need to go replace yeah. the blade. Like. You
0: need to uh, recreate with people that have similar values in terms of their <laughs> appreciation or non-appreciation of the importance of keeping gear intact.
3: Totally. If yes. I break something, I'm always going to buy you a replacement. Yes. But that's not everybody. I've seen guys get in the fights over that. Anyway,
0: one of the most tangent. fun things of going hiking with somebody new is making sure that you put the heaviest bottle of liquid, mm. whether it's a bottle of champagne, wine, beer, cooler, whatever, you always put it in their backpack. Oh. <laughs> and then when you get to the top and everyone's panting and you say, man, I could really use a cold drink like that. And I say, sure, would you like one? You go, yeah, and you open up their backpack and give it to them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tradition. I
3: thought you were going to say, yeah, because you usually pack your heavy stuff lower in the pack. Yeah. But no, you're... <laughs> <laughs> you don't doesn't matter as long as it's in your friend's pack.
0: That's a hiking tradition I learned the hard way many decades ago. So the other one that goes with it, and I know you'd recommend this years ago, Brian. Yep. If you enjoy hiking, number twenty in the show notes, a great app for finding and navigating hiking trails is All Trails. All one mm-hmm. word, mm-hmm. All Trails. It includes trails that even locals don't know about. Like if you look at it for Greater Victoria, Barber, there's lots of trails that might be in your own neighborhood. I mean, it's not going to be a twenty-kilometer trail. Yes. But like Old Joe's Trail in the interurban area, things mm-hmm. like that. A lot of people don't even know that yeah. exists. Well, my friend and I have used this before to find trails. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. it um, it includes excellent information about degree of difficulty and elevation gains, and the important part is it'll also guide you back to your starting point if you get lost or you deviate off to go see something. Yep, yeah. which is really yeah. useful. Yeah, so just, you are here,
2: and then, it's a great app. My daughter found the trail she wanted to do when she was visiting, and it was a.
0: I went to this app and found out it was an eight-hour trek in, and so it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part. Sometimes. Now there is something important about this. this, is why I want to mention it. There is a free version, and they also have All Trails Plus, which is thirty-six dollars a year. It lets you download trail maps for navigation in areas where there's are no cell service. That can be really mm-hmm. important. Eastook Park, we found that out the hard way. Right. Okay. Went to look up something else and refreshed the page, and because there was no cell service
3: map vanished. Right, you have to pre-download just exactly yes. where you're going to yeah. be.
0: So what we recommend you do is try the free version available for iPhone and Android, and if you like it, then subscribe to AllTrails+. But try the free version first, but before you head off on someplace where cell service is iffy, please... Spend the money. Download that. It saves. <laughs> On behalf of one, if you can search and rescue and the other search and rescue groups, yeah. I can hear them chattering me saying, thank you. Yes, please do that. They uh, don't want to come and rescue you because you got lost when you could have had the map.
3: The other one that's really good that some CRD guys actually, like Parks Workers, pointed mm-hmm. me to was uh, Gaia GPS. G- G-A-I-A GPS.
0: Okay and what, what's the what, I'm just adding that to. The uh, I can't your remember type.
3: the differences it's been a while since I used it I have sadly not been able to get out for, for a while
0: you have a pretty good excuse changing diapers now yes how, how are things going changing by the way with diapers, you and yeah. Juna and Milo uh, yeah
3: things are good yeah, um, yeah just <laughs> baby stuff all the time sometimes you get little scares and we end up you know like you get a weird result and then, then yeah. you end up being yeah we rush to the hospital and go get these tests done just to find out things are okay but you always want to be careful so amen
0: yeah. Uh, so Gaia, I'm just typing this, Gaia GPS.
3: Yes. Yeah, I, did, I know I used them for a while, and they were great.
0: Awesome. Okay.
3: Um, so the thing there is, which some people might not know, is like you can always access GPS. GPS is not cell signal. And that's why you might have no cell signal out there, but the global global positioning satellites yes. are still accessible. So as long as you have a map that it can position you on, Precisely. that's how, if you have the map ahead of time, you can Yeah, and that's yourself. the
0: key of why you want to download the map, because otherwise it tells you, you are here. And you go, well, where the heck is that? It's a (laughs) blank screen. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because it doesn't have the map there. Um, One homework video before we go to break here. If you like dinosaurs, (laughs) you're in for a treat next month, and you will no doubt recognize the voice in the trailer, which is video number 40. Five epic
2: nights.
5: Five new worlds. Filled with more adventure, more danger, and more dinosaurs. Get ready for Prehistoric Planet 2. Only on Apple TV+. Plus.
0: Yes, that voice is, of course, <laughs> Sir David Attenborough, announcing Season 2 of their groundbreaking and award-winning Prehistoric Planet, which will debut on Apple TV+, Plus on May 22nd. Music by Hans Zimmer, produced by John Favreau. So that's a pretty awesome team.
3: Yeah, no, I loved the first one. It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, so there you go. So mark that one down on your calendar. May twenty second. If you don't subscribe to Apple TV Plus, you get a week's free trial. Don't sign up now. We'll wait till May twenty second, the day <laughs> it comes out. Then you can watch the episodes, and if you're nothing else on there, I love this content on Apple TV Plus. Yeah. So, but I, I just thought you would enjoy that actually, one there. Actually,
2: funny thing there, um, RBC actually has a link for three months free. If you go into their banking app and yes. see their like offers
0: and stuff, there's go like, three month for almost all the Apple um, products if you're um, an RBC account. Yeah. Wow, see? Okay. Thank you. See? Cool. Mar- more, 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 more than <laughs> it's pretty face. It does more than printers. There you go. <laughs> Quick break. Uh, there's one caller coming in that Brian's going to field when we take a break. 21 after the hour, back after this. 23 after the hour here. Uh, got a, Pat is waiting patiently on the phone line. Hi, Pat. Welcome to Tech Talk.
1: Hi. How Hi. can we help you? Um, yes, well, I've, I've been getting these emails. Um, my friend passed away in December of 2021, and somebody is sending me emails, and they look like they're coming from her.
0: Can you check the address that they're coming from, not the name that they're coming from? That's the key.
1: How, how do you do that? What
0: device are you looking at the emails on?
1: Um, I'm on telus.net. It's, um, it's a little... Um, tablet? Tablet, yeah. Okay.
0: When you tap the name of the sender, um, so the button that you click on, you're actually going to webmail.tellus.net Oh,
1: I see what you mean. Yep. When I hold the cursor over it,
0: when you just tap the name of the sender, it should it should reveal the address. If it doesn't show it to the right,
1: holy cow!
0: And what? Oh, and I'll don't tell at me the ad, don't tell me the address. But what does it what does it end in at what?
1: At Una. I can't see the whole thing because it'll open if I tap. I don't want to open no, it. No, you
0: can tap You can tap the name to make it appear. That's okay. You never have to worry about looking at emails. It's only attachments or links that are ever going to be a security problem, okay?
1: Oh, really? So yeah, can...
0: that's, a, that's a thing from 25 years ago when you used to actually opening the email was the danger. Not That hasn't been that way for a quarter century. Oh. It's only links or attachments that can cause a problem.
1: Okay, so you want me to just click on it? Yeah,
0: just so you can see because I want you to understand how to... Because especially when somebody's passed away, that's distressing. So I'm guessing, Barbara, that it's going to be a fake account using that person's name. I would think so. Yes. Does it show you the address
1: at University Site Centra? There's more.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be the original
3: address you got messages from that friend at.
0: I'm quite sure not. Yeah. So you can see that it's somebody just impersonating that late person. Yeah. So. And your email
1: attachments—it's at, got two images, like they're sending.
0: Stuff. Don't touch! Don't touch! That's no. the key. Now, your email address ends in at what? Uh, at tellus dot yeah. Okay, so there isn't an easy way. On, mm, I tell you what. I'm going to get Brian to get your number, and I'm just going to do a little homework because this stuff changes on telus.net, which uses the Gmail platform. I want to see if there's a way for her to block it. It's probably not worth blocking because it's probably going to turn out when we get her to show us the full address. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to turn out, Barbara, to be a gibberish address. So blocking it is a waste in time because the next one will come from a slightly different gibberish address posing as the same person.
3: If they're impersonating someone, though, they they usually would stick with one. Um, So if you have the email open along the top bar, again, you can slide to the right, and there's the three vertical dots, I believe. Yeah. Um, And then you can, under there, there's a blocks. Oh, it's, yeah, it's the more. More with the three vertical yeah. dots. And yeah. then you can choose block sender. Yeah. She did say it was bl- like it was already heading to spam. Yeah. But she wanted them to not come through at block- all. Yeah,
0: because that's distressing. I understand. Pat, try that out. I'll think that. Oh, yeah. So try that one out and see if that works. But that's anybody else. Anytime on any device, there's always a way, Barbara, to reveal the email address that the email is coming from. To be fair, There are some sophisticated ways to make it look like it's coming from you, like yourself sometimes. That's called email spoofing. The industry is working hard on a digital fingerprinting system to block that. It's pretty rare. It does happen. But in most cases, you'll see the email address, yes. and you'll see that. In fact, that's one of the ones that we should that we should yes. talk about. It's in the show notes. We'll just tell. We'll set it up, and we'll talk more about the thing. Please take a look at item number two in the show notes: a new round of poorly constructed scam emails claiming to be from Shaw, urging you to update your mailbox to a new system, as shown in the screenshot submitted by Tech Talk listener Vicky. It's not well written. It looks no, kind of okay, ugly. Yeah. Yeah, dear, their, their capitalization, back to school. Mm-hmm. We are closing all old version of our mailbox today. Please follow the link below to update your account. Okay. The link, the email itself is coming for an address at bell.net. That's a Shaw Rogers competitor, and so they wouldn't be doing that. And the update now button takes you to a website at atom.bio in Spain. I had to track that down. And it hosts a redirect page that I put a picture of that in there. It's got Shaw logo in a circle, which they don't use. It says, Shaw update. Click below to update your account now, two exclamation marks, three arrows, update now. If you do that, it takes you to a fake Shaw webmail login page hosted at, get this, Shaw, 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 com. And if you're wondering why would they put so many Shaws in a row, because they're thinking you're probably going to be looking at this on a phone which can only show you so many characters. The rest are hidden until you tap it. So you're just going to see probably sha, 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 uh, sha. And you're going to think, oh, that might be them. So never, never click on links in emails or texts or web pages like this. Okay, when when we come back after the break, some other things to tell you about here. Uh, Apple is making a notable change in in in-app subscriptions. And if you spend lots of time on a boat, big or small, we now have an update to Starlink Maritime. And Google employees making scathing criticisms of the company's Bard AI chatbot, calling Bard a patho- pathological liar and dangerous. Guess what Google did? Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Barbara Wilson from Monk Office and Brian Pavlicic, uh, Gary Beyer from Tesseract Computers will be with us to help answer your questions next Saturday and Sunday. And meantime, let's go back to a different Gary. Hi, Gary. Hello. How can we help? Um, I've got an older
5: iMac, and I'm running Time Machine on it. And the Time Machine is only about a year and a half old. It was August 2021. Right. 12 terabytes. And it's starting to click. And I've, because it's older software, uh, I'm not able to change the time machine from backing up every hour, which is not necessary.
3: Uh, um, so, uh, so which one day, is starting to click? Is week. it the yeah. machine? Is it the time machine itself, or is it the computer? Because if it's the time machine, just get a new external hard drive and set that up as yeah. your new time machine. But if it's the one inside your iMac and you
0: no, want, time, it's it's, time and, and you said it's a year and a half old, twelve terabyte. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh wow.
5: Western Digital.
3: I wonder if you have warranty on that still. If you have purchase protection on your, or warranty, extended warranty on your credit card, they probably came with a one-year warranty and you might be able to claim it. Yeah,
0: did you pay for it on a credit card when you bought it? Always, yeah. Okay, so depending on your credit card, if you want to call the number on the back of your card and find out if they give you purchase protection, because that should give you at least two years' worth of, of warranty on that. Any idea what you paid for it? 12 terabyte is pretty awesome.
5: Um, I'm not sure. I'd have to go look it oh, up. Yeah. No, no, I just have everything part. here, but I didn't look that one up.
0: Yeah, please, please, please get it replaced. Um, and that's not something that that's fixable on there? No, it isn't. Yeah. Um, now, how much of the 12 terabytes do you think you're using, Gary?
5: I have 6.86 available.
0: Okay, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, you said I'm you're a, a, photographer. I'm a photographer. That's why I was gonna say yeah. so it's not really cost effective, uh, Barbara, for him to go to a solid state drive because as much as that has no moving parts to fail and is much faster, that'd be way too expensive. And also you don't really need the speed on that one there. So, yeah, they're coming well, down. I mean, the bigger ones are getting there, but no. So that would be it. Yeah, please get that one replaced. I, what I would do is um, replace it right away and then explore whether or not you have purchase protection because if you do, they're just going to give you a credit back for yeah. the money. So you can do that, Brian.
3: Which, uh, which drive do you have? Because a lot of their drives, they do actually have three to five-year warranties on the drives. So it, and you okay. should not be dying a year and a half. Yeah. So you might be able to get a warranty on that.
0: Either you it's might Western
5: to... digital, it's called Easy Store.
0: Easy Store. Uh, Brian's looking through the list here to see right now, because like some uh, of the golds have five is years.
5: There, is, is there no way in the older software to change the backup time from daily... Or hourly to at least
0: daily or weekly. Well, well there probably is, but please, but please don't it? go there because it's still going to die on you if it's clicking. It's that, that so we always recommend one hour because that way, you know, if you do it daily, if you do any work at all, then all that work gets lost. So correct. So that's why daily is not the recommendation. The default for all systems, Mac and Windows, is 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 hourly. Right. That yeah. makes sense.
3: You were thinking just to slow it down so it's doing less writing to the drive and it does dies a little well, slow more I'm slowly. Just
0: wondering, but
5: but listening to that <clears throat> excuse me, listening to that, that does make more sense, of
0: course, uh, hourly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. please try and get it replaced. So Brian's um, checking. I'll put you on hold. Brian's checking to see if he can find. Easy Store. may use different types, Barbara. They might use different types of Western digital drives. There's blue, there's green. Green are the slowest. The idea <laughs> of being green, environmentally friendly. So they run at uh, the slower speed of the traditional spinning hard drives, which we don't, we always recommend you not use a spinning drive. It's just, I mean, you know, printing, uh, fixing printers, the fewer moving parts, (laughs) the better, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah.
3: So so it looks like almost all the easy Store ones are two-year warranties. Um, One of the models has a three-year warranty. They do say...
0: Oh, but well, if he's... Well, he's one and a half years, so there yeah, you go, Gary. You're so you're there you go. are covered by
3: Western Digital Warranty, so contact Western Digital or take it to the place where you purchased it get, and get it replaced. But in the
0: meantime, yeah, I would get it replaced first and then see if you can get the...
3: Oh, right, because you want... He doesn't want to lose everything if he sends it in. Yeah. yeah. If you die, And if it dies in that meantime, you can... I'm trying to remember, I don't have my time machine hooked up here to check, mm-hmm. but you should be able to change it to... Yeah, but... Did they not have that feature before? Just so it doesn't die in the meantime. Well
0: well but here's the catch though. This it makes sense from your brain thinks, okay, well if I do it daily, that's much less than hourly. But hourly all it's doing is backing up what you've done in the last hour.
3: Oh yeah, totally. If you
0: if you do it daily, then yes, that's only one twenty fourth
3: the, the number of sessions. The
0: but the session is longer.
3: Because oh, it sh- it's now gonna all,
0: back up everything you did today. And that's harder on the drive.
3: Right, whether it's an incremental or yeah. or in one session. Right, right, because it only ever backs up the changes you've done. So Precisely. there's not really any change there. So
0: the longer the backup, the more work it's having to do at one time, and that pushes it closer traditionally to the edge of the cliff. So,
3: so, so if it's... Um, oh, where was I going with this? It, but if it's just a backup of your machine... If you walk in the store and they give you a replacement when you come home and do it, the, yep. the chances that your machine blew up in the time that you drove to the store yeah, is probably absolutely. fine. Yeah so.
0: yeah, so that would be my first step, yeah, because they've got that two-year protection. So uh, I'll, I'll put you on hold, and Brian will tell you where he found this link to tell you about this so you can print that out and take it to the store, because sometimes the staff, right, their homes, right. they're so busy trying to carry on top of everything, they they don't know what's going on there. Barbara, you've got something for WhatsApp users. <laughs>
2: Yes, so uh, WhatsApp has an announced a new option for disappearing messages, uh, conversations that let you keep the individual messages if the sender approves a request. And that's the key. Yes, so we have a keep in chat, enables you to long press a disappearing message and ask to keep it, which sends a notification to the sender. Someone has kept your message so they can refer back to it. The sender can then allow...
0: The the save to go ahead or veto the request. There you go. If you want more on that, if you're a big user of WhatsApp, item number 24. Google employees, number 25, recently made some scathing criticisms of the company's barred AI chatbot through internal messages. They called it a pathological liar and dangerous and pleaded with the company, do not launch it. But because of the competitive pressure from Microsoft's wildly popular Bing AI chatbot, Google decided to ignore the warnings and release Bard just covering themselves by calling it an experiment. So AI is absolutely awesome, but it comes with some big cautions. And this is one that, mark my words, is going to come back to bite Google big time. Uh, speaking of which, we've, we've talked a lot on this show, Barbara, in, in the few months since ChatGPT came out, about how rapidly it's advancing and all the different things you can do. Open AI co-founder Greg Brockman just did a TED Talk where Great. he actually talks about how it works, how they teach it, and shows you some of the new things that are coming. Uh, some of them are mind-blowing. It, it's really fascinating. It's about a 15-minute TED Talk followed by a and a It's item number 45 in the show notes there. So I think you'll really like that one. So they didn't,
2: were, didn't they just have their first um, um, case on that? They wrote a song and with the summons voice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And now the graphic stuff is coming out, and it's just absolutely amazing. One other one that will not work in any way on the radio, but it is fascinating. There, there's a fellow called uh, Nass, uh, and he uses AI to digitally restore and colorize old footage, and then he adds sound to it. He's a really good Foley mixer, so he adds what would have been the sound, and he puts a lot of work into it. He's just done one for Rome in the 1940s. Okay. It's fascinating stuff. So especially if you have any Italian heritage, especially if you your parents grew up in Rome or something like that, check it out. It's item number 41 in the show notes. We'll take a quick break and come back with more while Barbara's with us because her expertise is fixing printers. Uh, if you want to ask any questions at all about, about printers, inkjet, laser, whatever, here's your chance while Barbara's with us on Saturday morning while we're live. Star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161 on a home phone or ten seventy ten by text. Quarter to the hour on Tech Talk on CFAX with Alan and Barbara and Brian. One other homework video here for you. Video number 42 features Bill Gates testing out a new type of self-driving software. I was recently asked to
3: take a drive around London in a car without a driver. Or rather, no, human driver. It was a car operated by Waze,
0: a startup that's developing a new approach to autonomous right. This is really fascinating, Brian, because while most self-driving vehicles can only navigate on streets that have been loaded into their system, yep. WAVE, W-A-Y-V-E, operates more like a person instantly adapting to its environment rather than operating on a specific set of rules. Because as the founder points out to Bill Gates in the video, if we give it a set of rules, how long before it comes up to a situation that we haven't programmed in?
3: Yeah. Right, there's construction or a new sidewalk is put in. Or yeah, <laughs> something. or a
0: flock of geese. Whatever, yeah, yeah. You know. And so, yeah, so this is, so it's not just the fact that, because Bill Gates, I like his analytical mind on how he looks at things. So this is a really fascinating video. It's a different type. We're getting on to the more nuanced types of autonomous driving now. And this is a really, really fascinating vehicle because you get to see what's on the screen and they show you the visualization and you can see it thinking with a bicyclist on the left. At what point is it safe to pass a bicyclist on the left? It has to be aware of all the other surroundings. So, yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, London would have been a good test. That's quite the place. <laughs> that's literally why they did that. They went for fish and chips, and you're going to see Brian's. I saw Brian's eyes go big at what just happened there. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you can see the the video input that it's interpreting, and and are saying it's a learning model, like it's it's learning as they go.
0: Yeah. So it it's not something that's readily available yet. All the other ones that are doing autonomous driving, they're using different systems. But again, if you go to some place like um, in cities like Arizona where you can take a self-driving Uber or Lyft, they can only go certain places. And when you actually go to put in the address where you want to go, you'll see in some cases the self-driving option disappears. It grays out because it's not programmed to go to that oh, okay. spot. They're they have their only programmed to go within an area that they've completely mapped, so they think they know all the situations.
3: Didn't, I didn't realize, I kind of assumed we were already, well, I knew they'd been working on stuff like this, yeah. but uh, I didn't realize all those ones were just basically running off of a pre-installed map.
0: Yeah, well, not so much a pre-installed map, but they've made sure that there are no circumstances um, that they think they've covered all their bases. If not, right. the vehicle will just stop. Oh, sure. Now, that's not perfect because we talked about this when we've been to Consumer Electronics Show. The problem what happens if there is a building on fire and there's some debris on the road so it can't go forward... It stops. Well, no, you need to get the heck out of there because something might fall on top. So that's the yeah. kind of thing. There's a big testing lab in Steamboat Springs in Colorado where they, in the winter it's an ice driving school for truckers and all that, but at other times of the year they use it to test out self-driving. Like one of the things I saw, they take a giant cannon and they shoot like frozen turkeys <laughs> towards a vehicle because okay, it's got to yeah. learn what what's yeah. the rule, right? Mm-hmm. What's the engagement? Do you turn so the windshield only gets slightly smashed Or do you try and dodge it? All those things they're trying to think in. Toyota's come up with a a temporary measure for their new self-driving system. It will actually signal a control center in Japan, and um, an operator will take a joystick and get you out of a situation that the vehicle doesn't know how to get out of. Wow, technology has really changed. Yeah, it's, we're in that cusp, and AI is, is coming on uh, and strong to, to try and help us out w- with that one there. I'm just going get, to um, get Brian to try... I'm going to hold on to Brian just for a sec. Brian's multitasking, but we're guys ready <laughs> to that. I just want to do uh, video number 43, Brian. Yes. It comes from Czechia, the new name for the Czech Republic, and it features the Prague Cello Quartet performing an instantly recognizable tune yes that's he's a pirate the official name of Hans Zimmer's Oscar winning theme from Pirates of the Caribbean although I just realized in looking at that Mm -hmm. something's happened they've had to take down the that's the video but there's no images it's just a slide so something can you check the wording of that and see what it says in the details
3: Like they had to, because they had images from the movie or something in there?
0: Yeah. Oh, look, it says, full video will be back soon. Okay, so you get the great uh. sound, but hopefully by the time you watch this, maybe later on they will have put the video back up. Somebody oopsed on something. There we go. Anyway, it's really neat. They're a really awesome group, the Prague Cello Quartet. Thanks to Martin for sharing that one. Final segment, Mike, you'll be up next on the phones and we continue after this. Final few minutes here with uh, Barbara. This has gone by really, really quickly here. Yes, it has. I'm surprised. You've taught me an awful lot about uh, Monk Office. What else have we not talked about that you wanted to make sure you let people know? Because it's a whole new world for me.
2: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad we had an opportunity to let, us, let you know what we were doing. Um, and we yeah. have a lot of environmental uh, programs. We do have a website with our environmental programs on it. One of the things I would mention to your users is we have a ThinkMonk Savings. It's a TMS program. Um, it's free to join, and you get 10% off all basic products. Now, basics is a brand, so yes. papers and pens and pamper. And every month there's a new exclusive deals for these members. So I, this month, I I think I attached it there that there's um, business cards and different things are on sale, greeting cards. So there's always something that's got a discount on it for the for the yep. um,
0: think So that's conference. what TMS is, Think yeah. Monk. Okay, and yeah. it's, uh, and it's free. There's no yep. no strings attached, things like that. Okay, find that in the website. If you look at the top of the show notes, you will see that Barbara's picture there, so you can see the the face that goes behind the voice, and you will also find the office number there and and her email address. If you call the office, they'll know where she is and what she's doing and tell you when she can help you whether whether you're bringing something in or whether you want her or one of the other techs to come yep. to come to you. And again, $40 is the initial diagnostic fee for a printer, and that's includes up to half an hour of work. Yeah. If there's anything more than that, you would then contact the person and say, "Listen, it's going to take this and this. Did you want me to do that? Or? That's correct, yes. Yeah. So, and okay.
2: we can go on-site, remember, but that is a $120 yeah. an hour, but a minimum of $60, so half an hour.
0: A couple other quick things there. As people return to traveling a lot more, item four in the show notes, security experts are reminding us to not use public Wi-Fi networks because a surprising number of them are often fake. We've talked about it in the past, Brian, but it's just another reminder And there's an article there. And also Charles Martin, who is with us regularly from the Victoria Mac and iOS user group, he also writes for Apple Insider. He put up an uh, excellent article, Using Chrome on a Mac Defeats Apple's Privacy Features. So he goes through exactly... Oh, What's great. That? Looking forward and, to that. Not great, but <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, be aware of And I added the link because it always comes up in the conversation on how invasive Chrome's tracking is. Read contra Chrome. So that link is in the show notes as well. What else did we... Oh, not? we've got...
3: So we have... Michael's on the line oh, yes. with a... He's
0: receiving a threatening email. Hi, Mike. Sorry that you're getting a threatening email. That's a little disturbing. Tell us about it.
5: Well, yes, I got it yesterday. And... Um you know it's a scam and i am pretty sure it was when i saw it but it, it it goes beyond the normal scams where they just say that they've broken into your bank account or something yeah. and this one threatens threatens me and my family with violence Ooh. and they they include photographs or pictures of beheaded corpses oh that's Whoa. gross you know what is
0: yeah. the, what is their what is their like what are they trying to get you to do
5: send them $1,500.
0: Oh, uh, okay. So that, because, uh, yeah. That's horrible. So I
5: reported it to the police, but yep. the thing is that it,
0: it's gone beyond normal scale. Oh, that's way way, 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 way. Yeah. Um, The email address that it comes from, do you know what it ends in? At what? Um, The reason we well, asked... It came as a text. Oh, as a text? As a text. Not that's as an email. That. Okay, that one you oh, can easily oh, oh, wow. do. So forward the text to 7726, that's the numbers that correspond to S-P-A-M, 7726. Your carrier in Canada is obligated to, to trace and shut that down. So just simply forward the text and then type in 7726, return, and you'll get, you may get a message, you'll get an automated message back, either one that says, thank you, we're on it, or it'll say, thank you, what number did it say it was from? And then you just text back the number that it said it was from, and they'll yeah. be on top of it. So,
5: no, that doesn't. But they
0: will trace that system. That's one of the best things about the Canadian telecom system. The carriers all participate Um, By law in that system. Sorry, you're getting that. Please also, I think Brian talked to you out there. Please uh, send it to me. I want to be able to see more about it, and we'll possibly take a screenshot and put it in the show notes to warn everybody. Yeah, I'll make
3: sure. Mike, stay line for a sec. I'll give you Alan's actual cell phone number, and you can text it to him. There we
0: go. Barbara, it's been great having you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, thanks for opening my eyes in the world to perfect timing for Earth Day, especially with the environmental things. But so great to have not only a great, capable tech woman, but also somebody that can fix printers. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yep. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. There we go. Brian, good to have you as well. Thank, thank you. you. Good luck with the ongoing saga. Keep us posted on oh, yes. five months.
3: No, oh, four months. No, what is he? He's going on four months pretty quickly here. So, yeah, January wow. 7th, he was that
0: born. Seems so. like so long ago you were taking time off. By the way, when you <laughs> check the show notes, um, go down to the very bottom. There's your, your sign of the week. It's a box. <laughs> it's the bottom of a box. Seriously, do we even need messages? Like, that? I thought it would give you a laugh. There we go. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your Earth Day weekend. And so it goes.